And you already know what it is, man. Key to the city. I got two special guests with us today. And y'all know the foundation of the show is basically giving flowers back to the people that's doing positive things in the community, whether you're an artist, a community leader, activist, uh, small-time hustler, freelancer, small business owner, whatever you got going on, we want to make sure we celebrate you while you're still here without all that fake love once you're gone. You dig that? And these two gentlemen have been doing it for a while, so we're going to find out more about them, what they got going on, what brings them to the city, man, and uh, how y'all can follow them in the future. You dig that? So without further ado, I want to introduce to y'all entrepreneur Negroes <laughs> in the city. You dig that? I got Kansas Gray with us. You can call him GD. And one of my favorite artists in the city, top three lyricists, hands down. He number one on my uh, list, probably followed by uh, Fifth Child, I think that's his name, but Coach killing him out here. Coach Boom, my game. What's going on with y'all, man? All right, man. Appreciate y'all joining us. <laughs> so, uh, how y'all day been going first of all? Good, good. My name is Terrible. See, don't you hear with somebody? If you ask somebody how they yeah, doing, I should like somebody. I'm calling you later. It go to the Thus far now, uh, you want me to call you Kansas or G? Kansas. When did you start your entrepreneurial journey and uh, why was it so important for you to do that? Was it a plan to be an entrepreneur or something you just fell into? Yes, that was in my youth group. Oh, what? Yeah, eighth grade. Yeah, eighth grade was in my. It was playing in the NBA. Oh, oh, yeah. Gotta have that in there. Yeah, nine. I see that. That would stop me. You know what I'm saying? If I had some hot. Man, I've been in the league. You, know what I'm <laughs> but, you started as a barber? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I've been cutting hair. My little cousin's hair and kids' neighborhood probably like 20 years. Ago. I need to fade you up after this. I got you. I swear. I got you. <laughs> How long you uh, on the shop? Uh, 14 years. 14. What's the name of it? Southside Barber. Okay. Southside Barber, gonna give him the address. Uh, 715 West McDowell Road. That's right. And I forgot to tell you. We broadcast it from out of the hood. We on the Miami Street. Miami Street. We we good. Yeah, we safe. The police drive through right there. Yeah, we on the Miami Street. Y'all go check them out, man. Get chopped up. And we broadcast it from Concrete Sneaker Boutique, fifteen oh five Terry Road. How you uh link up with Coke? Oh man, probably beat. Big niggas up in the neighborhood. <laughs> we young, young, probably. <laughs> like for real. Like, yeah. We definitely the same here. Man, I'm playing over at Tyler, man. So, where school did y'all go to? Peak, Peak, Wayne, 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 Wayne. We, went, we went to middle school, high school, and college outside. Y'all, y'all, y'all been rocking for a million. William B. Murrow. Murder? Yeah. What did that say? Don't do that. <laughs> 1400 What is the VA? Mustang. Uh, that's the VA. That's the VA. You got money over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got money over there. You, you know. started out as a barber as well? What you mean, started out? Like, it was your goal to go to barber school, be an entrepreneur
middle school was like I did in class one day. We took a class together one day. We like we used to always talk about being barbers a lot, not working for nobody. We was in class one day and it was a teacher that like the school here was speak. Like the whole school was speak. And like I think the teacher was talking G crazy or something like trying to get on or whatever. <laughs> like we sitting in the front row and the teacher was like, you know, trying to like handle them. You know, like, man, I don't need this shit. I'm gonna be a ball. No <laughs> laugh. How you feel? Right. No <laughs> So this, I was like right here, it was another student right here and G was right here. So I looked down at him like, hey, yeah. you know what? Yeah, yeah. 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 we're gonna be ball. Like, yeah, and then we've been we've been having the goal. But see, I envy that though, man, because when I was in high school, I ain't know what I wanted to do. Fucked around with the college because my homeboys were going to college, got in the debt and all that. So I respect that y'all had a plan yeah. when you came out. Well, I was talking cool. That's all right, man. My mom used to have me clean up and, man, I'm going to the barbershop. So <laughs> I just sit up there and he was talking about trips and how you used to do stuff. So I said, I don't give a barber. I don't. You got to be a barber. You can do what you love, yeah. say what you want, mm-hmm. be your own boss. So would y'all say it's like a big brother, little brother type relationship? Nah, ain't no little brother, though. We brothers. Okay, then. But somebody older than somebody. We good. We brothers. We just hold each other accountable. Yeah. Like nobody's smaller, you know. Right. Just, everybody get held accountable. Okay. Everybody is a part of what we do get held accountable. Okay. Now, one thing I respect about y'all, man, like y'all really give back and look out for the community and try to do different events. Uh, to like engage the community, like why is that so important, especially for African Americans in our community? Why is it so important to try to let the youth know that you do see them and that you can try to provide, expose them to different outlets and resources they can have to have a better life? Like, why is that important to you guys? Because y'all could just be worried about yourself, they just get money and do our thing. First, you know, we got kids at home. Right. So, but another part of it is this: this same area we could hurt, we walk past the building, going to school, and coming from school, and being a part of that area, and just seeing the transition of how the area is turning around. Mm-hmm. Um, to be a part of that area, you feel like it's your duty to like do something. Like you got to get back to it and absorb everything that comes from. Hey man, I just think it's just the right thing to do. Like, exactly. you know, we're a part of it, like, and we want to be a part of it, so we gotta fix it, fix that change. And stuff. And just, we don't even look at it like no big deal. It ain't really like no big thing. It's just what we feel like doing. So, as a musician, why is it important for you to give back to the community, people, especially the kids, that they want to follow? I just think it's about like taking care of their field. You know, and so it's just like giving back to the community. If you're a part of the community, it's like changing your heart. It's like keeping the maintenance up in your vehicle. This is the part of what pushed me to be whatever I'm going to be. Or get me to wherever I'm going to get to. So it's on the right that I fuel it and fuel who out to me. To push them to take it further than I can take it. Because something happened to me to take it further than the person before me did. So I think it's just what's in you once you there. He's like, man, I gotta like be a part of this in a way. It's positive. But sometimes, you know, it was times we were part of those communities and it wasn't in a positive light. So now we on the other side of it, it's on the right that we can give the positivity back tenfold. You know what I'm saying? So, and Kenneth, you've been uh, putting on several events for the city for a while. Uh, you recently had one this past weekend. At any time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anytime. We had Ken Ali of uh, Boot Camp. 
tell us a little bit more about that and what you got coming up uh, in the future. Uh, with Cali, boot camp is uh, like introducing uh, like health, you know, like you know, cardio, um, you, know, you know, control, like with the high blood pressure, right, right, or, like, diabetes and stuff like this. So, it's running rampant in like, Yeah, so man, it, ain't, it really ain't about like switching your whole diet, but you cut out some stuff and, you know, work on your, you know, your, like the inside of your body stuff, just on your outside of your body. Right, you right. Know what I'm saying? You can keep the ears on it. Yeah. You got to feed kids. And you got an event coming up soon, right? Yeah, we got a um, all city. But no, we got a um, Sunday. We got the Little Kids and Combo. We got Bingo Night. That's the uh, MLK edition, Monkey mm -hmm. King edition. So we're going to have uh, probably like four speakers come in, uh, talk to a couple kids about entrepreneurship and, you know, like violence and staying in school. And then on, um, I think, the, uh, like February the 8th, we got the. The All City Rally. Yeah, from like, uh. We'll be at that? Yeah, from, uh, I think, from 11 to 1, we on MacDowell. And from 1 to 3, we on Ellis and Lynch. And then from 3 to 5, we on Northside Drive and Hangar Mouse. Y'all check them out, man. Check out those events. Um, now, by being from Jackson or being in Jackson, we know that the crime is kind of rampant out here. Um, we lost, uh, Artist Lil Lonnie uh, last year. Like, what do you think the issue is, or what's the obstacle that's standing away from uniting everybody, man? Um, I know you're gonna have crime anywhere, right. but like, with us being such a small location, like, how can we get more unity, not only amongst musicians and artists, but like citizens of the city? Like, what do you think? I think it's all about resources. You know, it's not a lot of crime where it's a lot of resources. You know, so wherever poor people located, that's where crime gonna be. So, you know, so it's not a lot of resources, and that resource fuel, or the lack of resource fuel, jealousy, pain, anger. Yeah. You know, a lot of things. Um, when you coming from those type of places, it's hard for you to like channel it in the right way. And, and, and you know, the worst way people dying, people get hurt, violent. Those type of things. So I think it's about creating those resources. Uh, when people getting enough money, it's hard for them to like be jealous right. of right. When people like feeding their families, taking care of their children, you know, really out here, oh, seeing their dreams kind of unfolding, you really don't have no time to kind of, you know what I'm saying? And that's from personal experience. Mm -hmm. When I felt I didn't have enough resources, I was more negative about certain things. Mm -hmm. As I start seeing things unfold for me, I really ain't got no time for no negative shit. I'm trying to really, oh, this shit can really work? Let me focus on this more. So I mean, I think it's just about resources. I think it's about putting some in those areas, infrastructure, to keep people's mind working and busy. They open them up to new worlds. It's hard for you to get so caught up in that world you in, but you're so caught up in trying to get out of it. So do you, do you all think that mental health could possibly play a, play a factor mm. in regards to dealing with those shortages of resources? Oh, for sure. I think any, any, well, most poor problem. people yeah. got mental health problems. Okay. And because you're around it so much, you don't even notice. You know, we, we just chunk it up all like, hey, crazy. And That's it's taboo when I can mention like, oh, oh man, you, you, you go home, home. You go home, you go home, you pay attention to it until you see them again. Right. By that time, they find dust up to themselves. Yeah. 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 Y
That's how I'm, you know, so that's how I think about everything though, with crime and mental. <clears throat> like it's so much of so much of everything, sometimes it gets looked over. Mm-hmm. And it just be like, okay, well, you know, he going through some stuff. I got problems going on in my house too, man. They tell the prayer about it. Yeah, tell the prayer about it. You, know, you, you might handle your situation a little better because you might have people on your side to help you. You can't. So with that being said, when it comes down to a support system, how, how big is it to, to acknowledge your support system and to always acknowledge those on your team uh, during a day-to-day basis? I think I think it's always like people uh, need recognition because it, it fuels them and they can know they're doing the job. So I think uh, support system is needed to like take whatever you're doing to the next level. We get so caught up in trying to do stuff alone hardship that come with doing it alone. Follow some of those little issues. If you wrap yourself around your community, your family, your, the people that believe in what you're doing, and you got enough people that believe in what you're doing, it's hard for you to concentrate on the people who don't. So I think they always play a position in what you're doing. And see, uh, and leadership is important too. I remember watching one, uh, like one of the videos you posted on IG and you were speaking about how it could be a click of niggas or and the main person, the dude that's getting money, you know, he dressed down to the T, you know what I'm saying? He eating good or whatever. But his homeboys might be struggling or whatever. And that breeds hate and envy. And like you say, we come from a generation of, when you say you'd rather bust it down and get burgers right. if I'm the only one that can afford steak. So I think if we had more people that uh, live that way. So everybody want to be boss from the Don't want to so that goes into jealousy. It goes into crime. Everybody want, you know. So being the person, of, being the person that's going up on the ladder, instead of want to be this person from, you know, just going to sleep and waking up being the next person, that leads to jealousy. You know what I'm saying? That leads to people getting their life cut short. That's why I admire y'all, man, because y'all had y'all hands in so many pots. And another avenue is the litmus clothing. Um, how did that come together? And uh, what's the uh, mission behind that? Uh, like people giving up. Man. Uh, we just, where I'm at, like I'm in a barbershop. I'm around. Like most of the fitness and the albums and, and just music and the clothes, like most of everything, that, the foundation of everything come off like fitness from the barbershop. Like, you know, guys will come in, they have a problem or whatever. They'll come in and express themselves in the barbershop. Right, 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 right. So, you know, it's just, you know, it's just different, though. But the relentless is, it's, you know, it's to keep going. So, you know, I always wanted to do clothes. You know what I'm saying? Like, we always, we've been doing our own uh, clothes for the, for, the, um, for the team for probably over 20 years. Dang. Yeah, a long time. Can I live come from living? Keep going, but can I live is the things that'll knock you out. You want to give up. You know what I'm saying? Like student loans. Hell yeah. Once you get settled, it's it's, can I live? You know what I'm saying? Like, man, can I live? You know, so it's about keep going, man, even though. The student loan or whatever knock you back down or you gotta restart over or whatever. Just keep going, you know, be relentless. You know, so, so.
and I and with the Pope can I leave? I, I, I like that concept because we don't need too many black people, you know, pushing for our community to do better, to take out violence. So before, do you think in regards to this violence as a whole, if before us as African Americans can focus on other communities and other genres and other, you know, other people in general, we have to stop the black on black crime in our in our society first before we can go out and change the world. Uh, we have to really think about no other uh, yeah. community. But you, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, communities, I'm talking, I'm not thinking about no other culture. Right. I, I got to concentrate on what my people do. Like, you know, I'm not, the for sure. Yeah. I'm not thinking about what the white man doing. Uh, I'm over, I'm not, I'm not over it, but I understand all the bullshit that they kind of right. So I got to focus on Getting past it in a way where I let that fuel me to the next level. I can't keep using it as an excuse. I can understand it as a reason, but I can't let it hinder me no more than the white man or the manhole in This shit did. You did So I gotta focus on my community in a way where when I say that, I just mean black people, period. I'm not thinking about this shit sounds crazy. I'm not thinking about helping white people. So, in a way, like, I don't want nothing to happen to them. Yeah. Or I don't want no bad shit to go on with them. But I got things we got to figure out in our own community. And once we get our community as strong or strong, then we can get down. We got the round table. It's all right, bro. Until then, though, I'm not going to clean your house up with my house dirty. So I'm just focusing on cleaning my house up. Now, once our house is tip top shape, then we start a um, they will watch together. But until until then, I'm dealing with my house. Bro, I respect that to the team. But it's love though. <laughs> yeah, we just pro black. You know what I mean? Yeah, we pro black. And one of the things that does bring positivity to the city, uh, it is Jackson Independent Music Week, uh, which Coke is performing at uh, Friday, Hallie Miles. Uh, y'all check that out. It's gonna be fire. I can't wait for that show. Uh, before I get into the actual independent music week, uh, do you think that Jackson has an identifiable sound? And do you think that well, I would say you and Luck are probably responsible for that sound? What's your thoughts? Yes, I, I think I got part I can take part of the you know that sound? Not all of them. It's a long line of people that I uh, listen to or speak. And, you know, uh, not just the sound, the culture, like, the, what I rap and what I say is only pieces of the things that I'm around and see and, you know, take from. So I can't say I created this style on my own or me and Look created this style. I'm sure Look, uh, got other people that he listens to. And I'm not talking about outside people. I'm a local artist, connoisseur in a real way. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's a lot of guys who I think got the sound down packed. And the sound, and it's not just about it being uh, lyrical or street or, you know, witty. It's just about it being authentic to, like, who we are as a place, who we are as a area. So I think anybody that's doing it, they contribute to that sound. And, and the sound is not just one thing, it's bits and pieces of all it put together. So, yeah, for sure, I know for a fact, you know, I got a part of it for sure. But it's a lot of other people who got a part of it. 
And it's like they just they don't care for it. It's just a tree and a rap. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's just like it's like well, it's a hobby. It's a hobby. So I have my pistol on the side of me and the rap. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and, I, and like I say, it don't disrespect, but I just feel like sometimes people get looked over because of all the stuff that comes towards them. Mm-hmm. It's like they're like, man, I ain't like, they like they might be a, a, a great radio hit. He like, man, today I ain't one. That is some ten crazy radio songs up there, man. So I don't know, but I think I think for the younger guys, I think to me personally, they need they need they need the radio. But the guys who really grind and grind and grind, I don't, I don't think. Cans, you rap too, though? Nah, I could have sworn I heard you on the track with Kobe. I tried, I tried. Well, at least you know. I, I tried, you man. It wasn't for me, man. You know, it wasn't for me. I like the radio though. I think the radio, I don't think it's no part of this that you can just rule all the way out. Depending on what type of artist you is, some artists may need the radio for what type of music they're trying to put out. As far as like locally, you're not hearing a lot of local stuff on, on radio, man. Because local stuff don't pay the bills. Right. You know what I'm saying? The radio is about what song can I play so they can hear this commercial. Mm-hmm. So if the locally, you don't make music that lead them into commercials because rappers don't pay radio. Mm-hmm. Commercials pay them. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have a song that says, I'm going to listen to you until I can hear this song so I can hear this commercial, they don't really want to play this shit. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, right. So I think it's about if you're one of those artists who like understanding and you want to target that market and jump through the loop that you got to go through to create that type of music, and I think it's for you. I think you should like target that market and go for it. Like, you know what I'm saying? But if it's not, I don't think you should conform what you're doing to try to fit into this. Because the radio always late to the party. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If, if you do your, your groundwork and do how you post it, they'll come to you and they'll figure out a way to. I done heard the radio like to take a song, chop it up, like right. chop the cursing out for it, like the play <laughs> You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because the song was just dead hot and, it was dead, and they couldn't find a clean version they wanted to play it. So I think, man, you just speak with what you're doing. But if the radio is what you want to do, go for it. So regarding that, um, not too long ago, I seen a, a post on Instagram or Facebook regarding, I guess, the DJ artist beat, where artists, where the DJs are feeling like the artists don't appreciate them and vice versa. So in regards to their retrospect, how can we get... Because I guess it's the fact that artists feel like they're entitled. The DJ is supposed to play their jams because they're. Do we still need DJs to break records? Right. Do we still need DJs, or do you need a DJ for you in the club, like the different club sectors, to to break your record out there? I think you do, but I think anywhere it's big, no matter where, it's the resource of it. It might be one DJ who got this spot, and it's so many, like, you know what I'm saying? So I think, I do think you need this. I think everything needs to click, you know, in them ceilings. And we got to figure out how to, like, fix it where it's not that divide. Because the people that lose is the consumer. The artist still get to make his music. The DJ still get to play his records. But the consumer is missing that experience of, and that's an experience to see a new artist flourish and go to the next level. You will always remember, like, what you were doing when you first heard Drake. First heard Jesus. First heard... 
T.I., whatever, you all remember the experience and we driving the consumer of experiencing it because we can't figure out a way for everybody to get their just do it. So I think the DJ job is to, I think the artist job is to create art that reflect their experience and it's the DJ job to decipher when to put it out to do it. Every song that for DJ to do it. You know what I'm saying? You don't hear every song in the club. So I think, like I said, like the radio. You want a DJ to play your shit? Get him to come to the studio with you and ask him what you want from me, bro. Right. How? How? What do you need for me to do? Because it's a lot of shit that come with that DJ that the artists don't understand. Right. You want to know why your song sound like the chipmunks in the damn club? <laughs> they don't spit your shit up because. Niggas can't move to that. Right. But you don't know that as an artist. You just trying to make the really shit you can. But if you can connect with the DJ and say, bro, come in here with me. Tell me what I need. And bro, I want to attack that market. Man, it'll be easier. So I just think we got to build that, that type of relationship. But if you ain't into no club records, fuck what the DJ doing. And the DJ telling you, fuck what you doing. I'm over here, you doing your thing. Everybody can live, you know what I'm saying? So I just think that's what you want. Figure out a way to get this type of play. Free game right there. Key to the City Podcast. Kansas great. Coke boom, I yeah. Before we let y'all go, man, uh, Coke, what can we expect for you in 2020? Oh, man, well, I'm going to drop this album 2020 for sure. Okay. Celebration <laughs> coming 2020. Gee whiz. Easy to go. You know, I be working though for real. Perfection takes time. Yeah, so, uh, the album coming for sure. Uh, we got a lot of things. We in the community headed for sure. Uh, it's a lot of working, man. We just got our, we got our head down working. Getting through. What we got coming from you, Kevin? And I can just, whatever I can see, man, that I can touch, you know, man, I can suggest it. That's what I'm leaving. You know, most of the time, man, most of the shit be out of reach. You know, so whatever I can reach and touch and suggest it, that's what I'm, that's what I'm, that's my goal. And you do believe the Chiefs will win the Super Bowl? Yeah, I believe. Yeah, I Okay, so. We shall see, cause the Titans been knocking niggas out left and right. I'm saying this, I'm saying, I'm saying this don't ever go to Super Bowl. Uh, we're Super Bowl February. Third. No, I mean, I mean, I mean, this gonna air for Sunday. It's not gonna air for Sunday. Nah, it ain't gonna air for Sunday. I don't need sight. We gonna bust them up. Bust them up. When this drops, just reflect and say, yeah. "Damn, we ain't make it." No, I want to talk about this. We ain't make it. Kansas team won the Super Bowl. I'm a low chief fan. And how can the what this plan is? No, somebody, what you playing? All these songs I believe. Oh, absolutely. I'm on a lot of songs. Most of your stuff is on Bandcamp, though, right? Yeah, we finna transition, though. We finna transition. We need it. Okay. How, how can the people follow y'all? Reach out to you. Everything will be Coke Boy. No, no underscores, no none of the tricky shit. Coke Boy. Coke Killer. C-O-K-E-B-U-M-A-Y-E. I'm on Zeta on uh, Instagram, Facebook on Cambridge. I already. Well, we appreciate these brothers for stopping by and sharing their time with us, man. Y'all continue to support, man. These the Nipsey Hustles of our city, man. Respect them while they're here. You dig that? Cut out all that bullshit. Key to the City Podcast. I'm your kid, folk. Yoni. He my homeboy, Kansas Gray. The great artist, Coke Boumaye. And the firecracker, DVD. Firecracker. We out this time. Key to the City. Firecracker. <laughs> 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 <laughs>